Hi, good morning, and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. This is a live podcast, and today is July 13th, 2022. I am your hostess. My name is Ellie Molina. I'm an intuitive, a psychic. I am an educator and an author, and I'm thinking about all the things that I do over here. And one of the things that I really specialize in is ontology. And for people familiar with ontology, ontology is defined as the knowledge of being. So it's basically the study or the theory of being or that which is. And so I spent a lot of time as an educator studying and teaching ontology, even though it wasn't an official subject in school. But as a human being, that is basically all we're doing is being. And to study ontology is very fascinating because it starts to show us our limitations and where our limitations lie. So today's podcast is going to be about beginning a conversation on what it looks like to become a limitless being. And we're going to take a look at what are our limits where do we subconsciously limit ourselves? And that's where we're going to start in a few minutes. And as I said, because this is a live podcast, I always love to welcome our guests that have entered the, the room. So good morning, Eva. Good morning, Josie. I know this is early for you, some of you. And so I do appreciate you getting on the call at this hour. And um, yeah. So one of the things that I'm going to start with, so thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And today is the, I, I just have to talk about this. Uh, today is the full moon in, and there's been so much talk about this full moon. It's a full moon in Capricorn, if you're following astrology. And also, depending on where your focus is and what you're reading and what's on your Instagram and Facebook, social media feeds, and the emails that are coming into your box, then you will know that this full moon is considered a super moon. And there are all kinds of stories around why it's a super moon. But, you know, just honestly, uh, it's because of its appearance to the close proximity to the earth. Not that it really is, you know, not that these things are, um, Again, we ascribe meaning to whatever we're making these super full moons mean. So if you go look at this information and you look at it through some of the space websites or even the things that NASA point, um, posts about it, you'll find a really great definition of the super moon that we're having today. And so I wanted to just share a little bit about that. And astrologically, if you're following astrology, then this is the full moon in Capricorn. 
and that we also have a Mercury sextile Uranus and Venus squared Neptune. So you may have unexpected news. And this is really great because, you know, unexpected news does not necessarily mean bad. Unexpected news can be good, too, depending on our on our viewpoint. And again, where we go with our language and where we go with our thoughts. All right. So astrologically, um, we've got a sun conjunct Mercury on the 16th. And then we have a Mercury trine Neptune on the 17th. And um, then we have some, um, I don't know, I haven't been following this. I'm almost afraid to even talk about this. Uh, then we have something that people are very concerned about in the news. And since I'm not concerned about any of that, I'm just not even going to discuss that. But if anybody here is on the call and would like to get answer or ask questions about that, that's fine. You know, just ask questions. Otherwise, um, I wanted to share something else. I got an email in my inbox inviting me to listen and read something called Nice News. This is a new publication that only focuses on spreading good news. Now, this concept is not new. Again, it's been out there for a while. Most publications that were spreading good news went out of business. And we know why, because it's not sensational, you know, who, yeah, it just, it's not stirring up um, a lot of adrenaline and causing us to go crazy and go into negativity and fear. However, the articles in this news, in this online news about nice news are really fascinating. And so I'm just sharing with you that my focus, my personal focus has been away from anything that is sensationalism or sensationalizing any particular event or anything from whether it's astrology, politics or anything, and totally focusing on the art and the study of being and who, who I want to be going forward for the rest of my life. And in the inquiry of who I want to be, that also then trickles over as to what services can I provide for other people so that they too can have their best and greatest life and not just as a cliche of, oh, I'm going to live my best life. Okay, well, you know, well, what does that mean? So today we're going to start with talking a little bit about becoming limitless and what that means. And so again, as this is a live call, if anybody has questions, concerns, comments, you're welcome to either call in immediately or type them into the chat box and I will read them and answer them as they come up. But I was watching TV and I'm like, how did this whole thing start? Well, first of all, I study ontology and ontology is the study of being. So if you've ever had a reading with me, you know that the psychic readings um, come first and then some astrology comes. And then afterwards, you know, we go right into who are you being? And if you've worked with me one-on-one -on -one in quantum leaping or in any of my other programs, you know that the, the focus is always on who are you being and who will you be despite any and all of your circumstances because circumstances are created 
And that's a whole other conversation again. Um, and we're going to save that for another day. But as watching TV, and as I said, I'm really focused on who are we being. And there was a character in the TV show talking to another character. And the character admonishingly said to the other one, you don't know your limits. And then the character replies, I have no limits. And I had to stop and do a replay on that one. I found it absolutely fascinating. You don't know your limits, okay? It was an admonishment. Basically, behave yourself, right? You know, gets back into the um, child child syndrome of a parent. And these are two adults, okay? So you don't know your limits, right? This is mother speaking to another adult as if the adult were the child. And then the character just responds, I have no limits. And like I said, that got me into this entire inquiry of, wow, what does it look like to become a limitless being? What does it look like for us to become limitless? And what does that even mean? So guess what? I started doing a Google search on limitlessness, limitless being. What does it mean? Who are limitless beings? Where does this come from? You know, all kinds of things like that. And lo and behold, thanks to um, the the goo, the internet gods that exist the following morning, I woke up and, you know, I like to check YouTube in the morning and I went on YouTube and guess what was up as one of my suggestions was becoming limitless. I was like, oh, okay. Well, am I surprised? No, you know, <laughs> of course I'm not surprised. Um, it's not coincidence. So don't think for one moment there's a coincidence right there. It is a, you know, it is just that uh, everything that we do online, our online presence, and even our phones nearby, we do know this, even though some of the companies will tell you that it's not true, but it is true that everything is recorded. So if you're not using, this is a tangent, but I'm just like, if you're not using a landline or you're not sticking your phone in some sort of a little, you know, container to protect it from, from hearing what's going on, uh, your phone is listening to you. And that is why you're being targeted with the advertisements that you're targeted with. And the YouTube suggestions will come up based on what it is that you've been speaking about or researching. So don't think that they're, and I know that you all probably know this, but in case you don't, don't think that this is a sign or a coincidence. It's not. It What it really is, is just surveillance and targeting and people not paying attention to the fact that the targeting and the surveillance runs so deeply. Anyway, without spending more time on that, because that's a whole other conversation, um, we're going to talk about what it looks like to be limitless. So first of all, we know that we are human beings. And, you know, we've been dropped into an environment when we were born and we were given parents and then we were provided an education and we were provided conversations and the conversations that we heard when we were children 
are the conversations that are pretty much ingrained in our subconscious mind. So right there, we have been provided many sets of limitations. We've been provided the limitations of our conversations with our parents, what our parents or caregivers taught us to believe about the world. Then we go to school and we've been provided with conversations and beliefs of what our education system teaches us about the world and about ourselves. The media, it continues, you know, TV, it, the whole thing, it just continues and perpetuates. But where I started to really pay attention is in language, because remember, my background is linguistics. So it's not so much just that our parents are teaching us this, it's that our limits are confined to language. And so if we start to look at our limits confined to language, we can go back and look historically at some of the expressions that we use today that were used back in the day of Shakespeare. So here's some of the things I found this absolutely fascinating. So Shakespeare came up with, these are quotes from Shakespeare. Shakespeare wrote, knock, knock, who's there? That came from one of his plays. So guess what? Children today are still using this. When did Shakespeare live? When did Shakespeare write? We're in 2022, and we're still using these expressions, these idioms. Um, you know, it's a heart of gold and good riddance and come what may and oh, they wear their heart on their sleeves. And I've not slept one wink and what's done is done. And we're the laughing stock and we've seen better days and dead as a door now. And oh, that's a green eyed monster. And the world is my oyster and off with his head and love is blind and it's a wild goose chase and they vanish into thin air and he breathed his last breath and then they broke the ice oh and it's too much of a good thing so and come what may and the game is up and good riddance so just think okay fight fire with fire so You've all heard these expressions. Some of us are still using them. For sure, you're going to see them written in literary pieces today. And the interesting thing is that this is still being perpetuated today. Basically, we are speaking the conversations of dead people. We are regurgitating conversations of dead people. We're not really coming up with anything new. We're just recycling old ideas. And basically, we don't even think about the ideas that we're recycling. We're just parrots. We're in that, remember, we're human machines. We're in that automated space of not being consciously aware. So then we're not consciously aware of what we're even saying. And half the time, we're not even consciously aware of what we're thinking when we're having self-talk. Now, just a little tangent about the self-talk. I recently um, had conversations with people who told me that they have no self-talk. And I stopped because I know that scientifically, neuroscience, that the cases of people who actually do not talk to themselves during the day uh, is so rare 
that there's a study on what it looks like in the brain for people who do not self-talk. Now, obviously what's going on is that the people I was talking to that I would, they don't know that they're self-talking. They don't, um, they don't distinguish. They have, they don't have access. Well, they have access, but they don't have that realization that they are not their mind and that what's going on in their self-talk is completely not really part of who they are. It's not them. It's conversations from the past. It's the limited conversations. It's other people's conversations. It's other people's thoughts. That's what our self-talk is. It's not that we're over here most of the time um, consciously creating what it is that we're self-talking. It's just that constant babble that goes through our minds. And to be in a state of unawareness that this does not exist um, kind of threw me back a little bit, not as a judgment, but it was just like, oh, wow, that is so unfamiliar to me in my world now. Yes, many times, many, many years ago, there was a time where that was familiar to me before I had, you know, this conscious awareness thing going on. Um, however, once once we're aware of our self-talk, then we can start to look at we can start to look at limits. And there's it, that's where we're going to start to see where the limits begin. So the limits start in the self-talk and they start with the language. And again, I can't do that. You know, just think about, oh, I can't do that or that's not possible. Um, and we just say these things. We're not even conscious of using these expressions half the time that we're saying it. Oh, no, no, no. We just, Okay. The moment we start going, no, 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 we've just started to create more and more limits. So if you take a look around, you're going to see that even your physical structure, the way that you live, and I don't mean you, listener, talking about all of us, most of us live in a box and whether that box is the shape of a house or the box is an apartment, we live in a box defined by walls and the ceiling. And not many people live out under the stars any longer. So we structurally live in boxes. And now once we structurally live in boxes, we also become limited unconsciously by the structure that we find ourselves in. So that then begins to define where we go, who we associate with, uh, and you could take it from, from all of that. So, you know, where do we go? Who do we associate with? How far do we leave the box? And what goes on in the box? Life is, and then of course, think about the COVID, you know, life was really contained within the box, except for online. And we did get a chance to expand our limits during COVID, believe it or not, when we went to places that were outside of our box because we gave ourselves permission to access that by being online. All right. So let's get back to what our particular limits are. So if you look at yourself and you look at your language and start an inquiry, well, where am I limited? So one place where I will tell you to start to look, and you don't have to look here, but it's kind of fascinating, is take a look at where you're limited in your language. So 
Start watching for all the times that you're saying, oh, I can't, and I don't know, and oh, that's not possible, and I don't see how I can do that. I mean, this goes on, on and on and on. Only if you start to pay attention to these expressions, then you can say, okay, well, here's where I am personally limiting myself in my language. So what would it look like? What would it look like if today I said yes to new opportunities that I would normally say no to? That would be stretching your limit, okay? So that would be the beginning of stretching your limit. So to just practice saying yes to situations that you may normally say no to out of habit, not because these situations are dangerous or a threat, but because it's out of your comfort zone and out of, it's a habitual way. Like, hey, do you want to go out for dinner tonight? And so you look at your calendar and you know, like, oh, it's, you know, it's Wednesday night and I had a long, long day and there are thousands of excuses. You know, I work so hard. I'm so tired. So I think I'll pass tonight. Well, you've just limited yourself and your possibilities. So if you were starting to live a limitless life, just becoming limitless, that would look like, hey, you know what? I'm going to take you up on the offer today and go out and have dinner with you. So the moment that you do something like that, guess what happens? Possibilities start to show up. You might meet somebody. You'll have a new conversation. You don't know the unexpected can show up and you don't know what that is. And you've taken the lid off your box just a little bit. So this is a place where you can start. Be a yes. Be yes to possibilities. Be a yes rather than a no. No is just habitual. No is learned. And then you can also start to take a look at, not you look at your language, all right? You start looking at your personal language, and then you start to look at what are your circumstances? What are the circumstances in your life that limit you? Now, we create these circumstances, and you may say, oh, no, I don't create my circumstances. But guess what? We do create our circumstance because that is the trajectory that we're on. That's the track that we're on. And that's a whole, that's another conversation. And that's something that I do in quantum leaping. So there are parallel tracks that we can choose to live on. And quantum leaping is a program and uh, a program that I teach. And it's also a way of doing life where we choose another track to live our life on while we're living in this current reality, but we're living in a parallel track and then we change our reality, change our life. So now in looking at the circumstances, what are my circumstances that limit me? Again, they're mostly in language and then they're in our thoughts. All right. Oh, I just, you know, so I can't, I can't do that because, and then, you know, you got your excuse. So these excuses, again, why you can't do this and why you can't do that, where you're not willing to participate, that those stories, and I call them stories, that is like created nonsense. Those things keep you limited from having a really big possible exciting life. So whenever we start to expand those and take away those circumstances, well, I'm going to do it despite my circumstances. All right, I'm going to give you an example. Um, there is somebody that 
I know here who's on our call. And I'm just really very, very impressed and like proud of you. So a lot of circumstances, okay? A lot of circumstances, a lot of possibility of being in fear. And the circumstances, oh, you know, I've lived in my home for X amount of years. Um, circumstance. Circumstance. I don't speak the language. Um, okay, let me tell you what happened, all right? Because he was my guest last week. So I love using Thomas as my, Thomas, I know you're here and I hope you're okay with this. Only if we look at creating a limitless life, I'm going to use Thomas as an example. Here's someone who was living in a home for many years, beautiful home, great life, everything fine, happy dandy. However, it was a contained, it, just think about it, just it was a contained life, you know, going and meeting the same people every day in your environment. Um, um, Betsy, I'm going to let you in in a few minutes when I finish my conversation. Um, so here is the, um, the life around where, where Thomas lived in the home, the friends, the circle. And then one day, one day, um, Thomas decided he made a decision that he was going to leave the box of his life and he was going to journey into the unknown. Now, there were so many circumstances that could have prevented him from taking that leap of faith and going into the unknown. And some of those circumstances were, well, I don't speak the language of the country I'd like to go to. Well, if I don't speak the language of the country I'm going to go to, well, how am I going to get how am I going to live there? How am I going to get an apartment there? How am I going to function there? So do you see, there were so many circumstances and so many limits to living this bigger life. He could have easily stayed in the box and made the best of it and, you know, had a good, nice, comfortable, easy life in his hometown. Yet he chose, he chose, he intentionally chose to remove the limits of his circumstances and go further than he knew was out there. And in the, the course of moving to Europe and being in this new realm of possibility and taking the lid off the box, I just want to share, um, Thomas, and you can add anything to this. This gentleman is now traveling the world. Circumstances presented situations, possibilities presented themselves to him because he was now in a new environment that, oh, um, I, I'm going to read that. Thomas says he was not one to step out. This was a huge, huge, huge leap. And I'm telling you, I know it was, and it is such an exciting leap because now this gentleman, now Thomas is traveling around the world. He's been presented opportunities to travel to countries with expenses paid no less that we can only rec some of us won't even recognize them on the map okay and here he is now traveling to these countries and all of this was possible because he became a yes for a limitless life and so you know, we can all do this. We just have to start to look at, get some clarity. What do we really want? Do we want our comfortable life? And if we want our comfortable life, nothing wrong with it. It is a beautiful life. We've chosen it. We've created it. 
However, if there, if you are in the space where you are feeling the calling, you know, as Jack Wild, uh, Jack London, <laughs> Jack Wild, Jack London said, you know, the call of the wild. If you're feeling this call of the wild to do something that is so out of the box, this is you where you want to start looking and the inquiry of what will it take to live a limitless life? And what are my limits? Where do I put limits for myself? Where do I habitually set limits to keep me from extending and expanding my experiences? So just by being in the inquiry, this is a really excellent place to start. Um, okay. Um, today's podcast is going to be super, super short. And um, if anybody has anything that they'd like to contribute right now, we have about a minute. Otherwise, I'm going to invite you to come back in the future. And I just want to make an announcement. In September, I am doing an online program. It will run eight weeks and it will be via Zoom online and it is going to be becoming limitless. We are going to do exercises and activities and you're going to learn language that is going to take you outside of the box. Now, if you're interested in that, please email me. Um, anybody coming through the podcast receives a 20% discount on this course. And if you're on the, the newsletter list, you're going to get all the details, but this is coming out in September. We are going out of the box. We are expanding just like the telescope. We are going to see a universe that exists way beyond our wildest imaginations. We're also going to be learning at what it looks like to alter our language to provide these experiences for us. So anyway, um, hold on to your horses. Ha ha ha. Okay. Start paying attention to your language. Pay attention to your limitations. Pay attention to where you say no. Uh, throughout the day. And this is a great place to start. And thank you all for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, email me your conversations, your comments. I love hearing from you. And I wish you all an amazing, amazing week, weekend. Don't worry. And if you live in New York, nothing is going to happen. Your Amex card will be good. You don't have to be concerned about anything. There will, <laughs> you'll get to Monday. <laughs> All right, everybody. Much love. Many blessings. Thank you all for being here. Ciao. Bye.